Friday, January 15th, here on the Locked On Coyotes podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host, Rob Leonio, here to talk with you about, well, opening night was yesterday. Final score, in case you weren't following. It was 4-3 to three in favor of the San Jose Sharks in a shootout, Arizona Coyotes. Fall their first game of the season. We will talk about that and uh, break things down from the game on today's episode, as well as take a uh, look around the scoreboard around the National Hockey League and take a look forward to Saturday's game against this same San Jose team. Let's first get into tonight's game. Not the start that you want if you are the Coyotes, but at the same time, by the time this game is over, you can you can walk out and say, you know, I'm somewhat satisfied with how this ended. Let's really go deep into this one. Let's start with first period. That first period was all San Jose through the most of uh, of the frame. The Sharks peppering Darcy Kemper with shots. It's not necessarily to say that the that Arizona was make, was making shots on the side. They were, and they were generating decent chances. San Jose, San Jose just capitalized on their on their chances as well, and of course got more high danger chances. And here is some of some of the uh, ways that we can look at it. First, at around uh, the twelve forty three mark into the first period, Tomas Hurdle gets a rebound off of Darcy Kemper. And sinks it into the back of the net. That's on the power play. Immediately after Nicholas Jomerson got called for hooking Timo Meyer. And thus, Tomas Hurdle makes the best of the opportunity, makes it one nothing Sharks. About four minutes later, who other than well, Tomas Hurdle again, another shot that kind of takes advantage of Darcy Kemper, who was found a little bit out of position on that on that on that play, but again that will end the scoring for the first period, and into the locker room the Coyotes go. They discuss, they figure out what's wrong, and they come out and they come back fighting. They definitely get much closer on the shots, and they start uh, generating a little bit more offense. Takes them a while to score, but that's okay because they keep. San Jose from scoring anymore, at least in the second period. And then the man, my guy, Connor Garland on the power play, making it 2 1 at the 1546 mark into the second period. The goal would be originally given to, well, originally thought to be given to Connor Garland and then given to Derek Broussard, who was thought to have tipped it, looked at it. Garland's shot actually uh, hit off of Brett Burnstick, and thus it was credited now to to Connor Garland. Garland's goal would be the only goal in that second period. A little bit of momentum heading their way. Maybe they have a shot. Come in third period. Both sides. Keep it scoreless for the first half of the third period, as has been the case the last the, the previous two periods. 
And then at the 11.24 mark, Evander Kane slips one past. Darcy Kemper, 3-1 Sharks. And it almost seems like it's going to be much harder of a, of a hill to climb now for Arizona. But then, Clayton Keller, one of the young guys. Again, I, I, I keep talking about these young guys. One of the young guys comes out and makes a phenomenal shot, makes it 3-2. to two. That brings Arizona into the final five minutes of play, making it a one-goal game. Arizona, within the last couple minutes, pulled Darcy Kemper for the empty net, getting the extra skater to try to tie this up. And they, they keep it in the shark zone for the majority of, the, uh, of that rush. And then Phil Kessel finds the back of the net, makes it a tie game, 1956 into the third period, into regulation it, on the uh, official clock, just over, barely over, three seconds to go, and it's a tie game. Bringing the game to three-on-three three overtime, in which no one really scores, and then it goes to the shootout. The shooter that I know many of you guys oh love so much. Arizona would, of course, shoot first in this case. Nick Schmaltz quickly gets right off and gets one right past Martin Jones. But then going back the other way around, Ryan Donato for San Jose slips it past Darcy Kemper to make it even after the first frame in the shootout. Connor Garland gets his shot right up next in the next frame. And doesn't make it on net, gives the, the Sharks a chance to try to win it, or at least try to take the lead in the shootout. And Logan Couture for San Jose gets it done on that second frame. Leaves it up to Arizona. They need a goal to keep it alive. If not, the game is over. Clayton Keller gets the, gets the opportunity. Gets it right on net, but Martin Jones saves it, and that game is over. Final score, San Jose 4, Arizona 3 in the shootout. Now you might recall I actually made a prediction that it would end up being a 4-3 final score. Of course, I guys, of course, picked Arizona to win 4-3. I was wrong, of course. San Jose won this one. But I think we all knew that this game was going to be a sloppy game for both sides. You know, a lot of things that had to be learned and a lot of things that were going that were coming on. San Jose being a team that has not played a game since March. And Arizona being a team that has a few new guys. Some guys are gone. Uh, they got to figure out what works, what doesn't. They're, uh, they don't have the penalty kill specialists like they used to and, uh, you know, guys like Brad Richardson and such. But, you know, that's that's fine. You know, they uh, that, a lot, that's what a lot of this first game is about. A lot of you guys are going to go ahead and say that this uh, first game is definitely uh, it stings because in a condensed game that uh, it might be hard to come back from that. But you got to take a look at the at how the schedule works, where you're playing the same team, and you know Arizona's going to come back and they're going to play the same San Jose team tomorrow. Now, 
uh, Saturday afternoon, and we're going to see exactly how that turns out. A couple other notes I should probably give out regarding this game. is If you saw Darcy Kemper, other than, of course, the goals he let he let by, he had a pretty decent game. And, you know, I, I think if, you know, putting together a full, uh, full 60 minutes, defense doesn't collapse, uh, allow allow players to go around them in the case of, you know, Evander Kane going around Jacob Chikrin for that goal that made it 3-1. Uh, then, yeah, I think this, you know, I, th- I think this team can definitely learn a lot um, over the course of the next couple weeks. But from what I gathered is, don't fret. It is the beginning of the season. A couple of these guys have some kinks to work out. That's usually how it goes the first game. But for the most part, pretty promising, especially the fact that they were able to come back from 3-1 with five minutes to go. So hats off to the Arizona Coyotes for making it an interesting game. Before we get over to the uh, NHL scoreboard, uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, give at least uh, three stars of the game. And uh, let's go ahead and start with the third star. I think the third star definitely will go ahead and go to uh, Connor Garland and his performance. He had a uh, a goal and assist in the uh, in that game. Uh, second star will go to the uh, San Jose Sharks, Martin Jones. He had about uh, 34 saves, and some of them were pretty nice saves. You gotta you, you gotta hand it to him. Definitely uh, trying to prove himself after having a subpar season last year, um, which made San Jose one of the one of the uh, worst teams in the National Hockey League. And then first star, I uh, have to give it to, uh, to Thomas Hurdle. San Jose, who had two goals again in the first period, as well as an assist. So those are my uh, three stars of the game. I think some might have similar. Um, I have to take a look at that once again. But uh, in just a second, we're going to go ahead and take a look at the scoreboard around the National Hockey League, get you caught up on what you might have missed as well last night. But first, I want to talk to you guys about BetOnline.ag. Did you guys maybe not make a, uh, as much money as you were thinking yet yesterday? Maybe you want to kind of uh, recoup some of your losses. Maybe you haven't bet yet, but you were hearing about how these bettings were work working over the last couple of days, and you're interested in it. Well, again, there's one place that has you covered, and the one place that we at Locked On Podcast trust when it comes to betting on sports. Once again, that is BetOnline.ag. It has all the st- all the stuff you could ever need when it comes to when it comes to sports betting. You have uh, game lines. You have the puck line on on uh, for these hockey games. You, of course, that you or the regular money line. You have the t- total scores. If you don't even want to go on games, you have the futures. You can say who's going to win each division, who's going to win the Stanley Cup, which player is going to win the Vesna or the Norris Trophy. All that can be found on betonline.ag. How much fun do you guys think you can have with that? I th- I think it's endless fun. Anything you can really think of. And it's super easy. And the best part is, if you sign up for an account today, you can get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So what are you guys waiting for? Don't sit on the sideline anymore. Don't Use the promo code LOCKEDON when you sign up for an account and get a 50% welcome bonus on, the, on that first deposit 
when signing up for BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And now it's time to take a look at the scores from around the National Hockey League. Let's start with uh, some of the earlier games as we go down later into the day. Start with the uh, uh, the Bruins and the Devils. Boston dispatching the uh, Devils 3-2 to two in a shootout. Then going on to over to the uh, state of New York where the New York Islanders take on the New York Rangers and it goes 4-0 in favor of the Isles. Capitals taking on the Buffalo Sabres, beating Buffalo 6-4, final score over there in Buffalo. And then the Carolina Hurricanes taking care of business in Detroit, beating the Red Wings 3-0. The Jets over in the in the North Division hold their ground at home winning a overtime battle 4 to 3 over the visiting Calgary Flames. Predators taking care of business also at home 3 to 1 to the Columbus Blue Jackets. The Oilers beating the Canucks at home 5 to 2. Oh now over to some Honda West Division business. The, you know, the uh, uh, two games within the West Division that matter to us. And that is the Vegas Golden Knights taking care of business against the Anaheim Ducks. And this is something that, this is a game that I thought was a pretty interesting one. It, I thought it could have been really close, um, at least to start off with. I, I, mean, I didn't think it was going to be close to start off with. Um, and then, you know, Vegas comes out, two fast goals. Anaheim comes back, answers two right away, makes it 2-2. And all of a sudden, it's a tie game to end the first period. But then it would be all Vegas after that, scoring three goals unanswered as Vegas takes care of Anaheim 5-2. to two. And then to Los Angeles against Minnesota, we have ourselves another overtime thriller in Los Angeles. Minnesota Wild taking care here 4-3. to three. Again, in overtime, game-winning goal. Credit to the rookie, Kirill Kaprizov, one of the uh, preseason picks of, uh, for the uh, Calder watch for the upcoming year. Obviously, with a uh, three-point game to his name in opening night for the Minnesota Wild, that is a uh, promising look for the rookie. So let's take a look at the standings. And yes, everyone's only played one game, so why even look at the standings? But Let's take let's just take a look at how things stack up and where teams where teams would stand right now. Blues, Golden Knights, Wild, Sharks all set on top, two points. Coyotes and Kings, one point each. And the Ducks and Avalanche both at zero points on the season. 
again, that is your look around the uh, the scores in the National Hockey League tonight. In case you missed it and were paying more attention to the Coyotes game, which I'm assuming a lot of you guys probably did. Maybe you were looking at some of the scores. I don't know. I'm not judging. But again, your NHL scoreboard for uh, last night, Thursday, January 14th. And just a quick reminder, guys, with 2020 mercifully over, it's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. So subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, coming up in just a bit, we are going to talk um, what to expect from the uh, second of two home matchups against the San Jose Sharks. That next game tomorrow at 2 p.m. Again at the Gila River Arena. My expectations for Saturday's game coming up in just a sec. But first, a word from our sponsors. And now it's time to take a look at what to expect on Saturday for the Arizona Coyotes. Once again, they are set to take on the same San Jose Sharks team that they had just lost to 4-3 in a shootout on Thursday night. But I don't think it's going to be the same story coming up tomorrow. I think, uh, well, first and foremost, that first period... You know, Arizona looked slow. They kind of weren't, they didn't look ready. And thus it kind of caught up with them. Obviously, by the end of the first period, they're already down 2 nothing, And, you know, them coming back faster, they were able to catch up a little bit. Things got, things looked a little bit more promising for them. And again, they tightened it. Then again, were able to tie it up with just under five minutes to go. The thing is, Arizona shouldn't have to, you know, go through the pressure of trying to tie a game late in the game, when especially down by two. It's, it's not going to work for them all the time. And I think Rick Tockett knows that. Uh, he noticed a lot of the good things and a lot of the bad things that came out of uh, Thursday's game. One area of concern for Arizona continues to be the power play. Yes, one of the goals that Arizona scored uh, in the second period was a power play goal. But other than that, they still need to work on it. But I think in this uh, second game coming up tomorrow, it will be a different story, not just because Arizona will be a little bit more ready for the San Jose team, but also it will be a story of goaltenders. Uh, obviously, the uh, at the time of this recording, it's not known whether or not they're just going to stick with the guys that they just put in net for the previous day, or if they're going to go with the uh, their their second choice. And here for uh, Arizona, Antti Ranta has the you know has he's he's still good enough. He can he can play. So I mean, they heck they can even put Aiden Hill in there and he'd be fine. Now, the Sharks, on the other hand, I'm not entirely sure. Um, I don't think that Devin Dubnik is ready. I really don't think. And I think that that, uh, that will put Arizona at an advantage, a huge advantage, in my opinion. And um, 
I th- and I think yeah, if Devin Dubnik is the man behind the net or man in front of the net for uh for San Jose, then I see Arizona taking this win. And I know you guys were like, oh, you you know, you're just saying you just have to say that. And no, I really think that um yes, I was wrong for Thursday's game. I had Arizona winning it. Again, it was supposed to go I had it a really close game. I think this one's going to be a little bit easier for them in my opinion. I'm going to I'm going to give that this next game is going to be about a uh, about a 3 to 1 Arizona victory. I'm going to put it around there as I'll say Arizona wins by 2. But let me know what you think. So far I am uh 0 for 1 against the spread. That's okay. I got uh 50, 55 more chances at this, uh, but let me know what you think. How do you think this game is going to end up for Arizona? The uh, the puck line isn't. Uh, I can't see the puck line available right now on on our uh, on Bet Online, but I will go ahead and share that with you once it's available on Twitter, and I will put out a poll question, and I and I want to let hear from you. How do you think Arizona is going to play on Saturday? Do you think it's going to be an easy win, a tight win? Maybe it's going to go to overtime again. You think uh, just Arizona can't compete with San Jose this year? I don't know. Let me know what you think. Again, at Robliano1, and I will have the Twitter poll question available for you guys. But hey, guys, are, are you uh, are you fantasy hockey guys? Because if you are, get the upper hand in your fantasy hockey league with the daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Collin gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long dynasty and DFS leagues, breaking down all the stats and information to keep you ahead of the competition. Subscribe to Locked On Fantasy Hockey wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, that's going to do it for me on this episode of Locked On Coyotes. You might have noticed I'm a little, uh, just a little tired. Uh, it's been, it's been a long week. And I'm sure you can you can imagine why the you know watching, uh, super excited to finally have Coyotes hockey back, to be able to cover that with you guys. So uh, I appreciate all you guys for listening all this week long. And uh, if you enjoyed what you heard here today and heard this week, don't forget to leave a five star review. Don't forget to subscribe to Locked On Coyotes. I got a lot of good content coming up this season. I hope you guys enjoy. But until next Monday. We'll be back then to get ready for Arizona versus Vegas because the season continues. It will not stop. We got games and games and games. But until Monday, talking Vegas, I'll be off for the weekend. So until then, guys, stay safe, stay healthy, and howl on.